See, yeah, that's that's the problem I have with robbing banks in real life. Is there's you could get yeah, hurt. right, exactly. No, <laughs> yeah, you could like, trip. Right. You could trip and fucking yeah, stumble and hit your yeah, hand. Get, like, Money is heavy, man. People don't yeah. think about that. Yeah, this is yeah. straight up. This arms. is straight up like some god mode shit. And like, <laughs> they've done some really interesting touches that just make it feel really genuine. Because like, if you played many video games, you know that like, as soon as you walk into the first town, there's like ten people being like, "Hey, I got a job for you." Yeah, yeah. Everyone wants to give you jobs. <laughs> You're like, "Hey, you look dependable." Like, yeah. Hey, stranger. Want to kill a guy for me? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first character, like, walks into the place, and the first thing he sees is, like, a group of people who are like, we're going to go up into the mountains to, to hunt this outlaw. Hey there, young man, you look like a, a, a dependable sort. How do you want to come shoot some, some robbers with us? And, like, they're like, nah, fuck it, and walk on by, and immediately something else is like, oh, I tripped and fell in the mud. Thanks for helping me. Do you want to go find some treasure? So it, like, feels very video gamey in that yeah. way. And it's, it's, like, really, really, really good. Like, it it's just feels very authentic and cool. Um, and then, of course, there are some some twists. Oh shit! Dark, dark twists. Oh no! And the whole thing, like, it seems like it's it's got a lot of promise. Like, I've seen two episodes of it so far, and I'm way into it. It's mm. really, really well done, and some of the acting in it is phenomenal. It's so good. Like the physicality that some of these actors have is just unbelievable. Like, they they do such a good job. One, like, the the characters that are playing humans are playing humans but the people who are playing the androids like there are points in in the show where they're like for whatever reason being more android than human and so like there's a really early scene where they have one of the very early models before they got them to move in a very lifelike way and so the actor who's playing this character just his movement is perfect and he like the perfect like kind of semi robot like trying to be a person thing and it's it's just <laughs> so well done, like what, so so good. The, okay. the acting is just excellent. what uh, what channel or service or whatever is this on? HBO. Okay. Oh yeah, fuck. I'll watch yeah. that in a few years. <laughs> yeah. Hello, twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like about the same time I'll buy my PS4 twenty twenty six when Mars One takes off. You know, all that shit. Yeah. 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 Well. <laughs> I, I bought my PS4 already, and I'm not oh, using it for goddamn thing. Actually, no, <laughs> that's a lie. I am using my PS4. I'm using it so for watch. Netflix. Yeah, no, it's great nice. for that shit. That's what I use it my is. PS3 like, for. It's got an excellent Netflix interface. You like highlight mm. something, and it starts playing, and you're like, oh, yeah, no, I do want to watch this. So you enter into it, and it just like seamlessly keeps going. It's oh, I, I fucking great. hate that. No, my PS3 oh, does that, it. too, where you, you bring it up, and it's like... You have it up for a second to read who the character or the cast is and who the director is, and it starts playing, and it's just like, oh, you're watching this now, by the way. Yeah, I know I you're know, interested. Like, yes, but like start. you're watching Fucking the first garbage. ten seconds of the yeah, intro. Yeah, but no, let it. Let me look at it for more than a second. Give me ten seconds before you start playing. Yeah, hold. Because sometimes I'm Netflix. like, I've hold already started voice. this show, but I have to go to the episode list, and it's just like click on episode oh on the last episode like no 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 yeah. and i'm trying really Stop. hard to make it go fast <laughs> yeah. to the thing to make it oh. Oh. Fuck. Oh. Oh. 
Oh, it drives me nuts. I hate that shit. That's so presumptuous. Speaking speaking of uh, weird video game shit, like, before we get into music and all that, did you guys see the new Nintendo thing got announced? Holy shit, that uh, looks cool. No. The new it's, Nintendo it's, looks awesome. Yeah, it's like the, it's the Nintendo Switch. Like, the whole thing with it is you've got it plugged into your TV, and then you're like, nah, man, I gotta go walk my dog. <laughs> so you grab it and pop it out of its little stand, and it just goes from your TV to on the tablet, and off you go. Yeah, and... It, it, it's Man, that they they did the trailer for it and it was so fucking funny because like every scene was like secretly super depressing in weird ways. <laughs> like the first one is like this dude is playing Zelda on his TV and he's like his dog comes up and starts whining at him so he's like, "Oh yeah, I better take this dog for a walk." And then he gets up, pops his game thing out, plugs in his headphones and walks out the door with his dog playing the game and the dog is like, "Give me attention." He's like, "Zelda." Yeah. <laughs> and it, like so that happens, and then like he's like, now I have to go on a trip, and uh, like goes and sits down in the airport next to some random hot lady he's never met before, and is like, oh, you have one of the Nintendos, I have one of the Nintendos, let's be Nintendo friends. And there's a there's a scene where there's like eight dudes playing basketball, and then they're like, all right, we're done playing basketball, let's go play basketball <laughs> on our Nintendos. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like shit like that throughout the whole thing or like the lady who's sitting alone in her apartment playing some Mario or whatever and she looks out her window and her friends are having a party on the rooftop and they're like hey come out and hang out with us and she's like okay and like then grabs her Nintendo and takes it with her and is like let's play Nintendo games at your rooftop party oh and you're like oh yeah it's a bit Aww. it's a bit weird certainly as a console though it's pretty dope like, it, it, it looks... seamlessly moves between handheld and, uh, like, regular console. And then the uh, the multiplayer attachments and everything look pretty cool. Like, they've done a the, really good those, job designing Those tiny them. fucking controllers. The, uh, oh, for uh, sure. I'm, I'm interested. I want to yeah. see what that is. Uh, I, I, I probably won't buy it because I'm cheap as shit and I'm lazy. But it looks dope. Um, and it, it's, uh, the, this, cause those tiny little controllers are, like, smaller versions of the other, uh, like the Wii system and then the other ones that yeah. they put out that I can never remember. Um, but it's super portable with like a really nice screen. Cause yeah, if you have a bag, you can take it with you. Yeah. And it's, <clears throat> Nintendo's gotten a lot of flack over the years cause you know, Microsoft and Sony are pushing for the prettiest, most hardcore systems they can. Like ours has the most storage. Ours is the biggest and prettiest. Look how pretty this is. Look, Blu-ray. Look, other, we can do Blu-ray too. Fuck the other one. Look, 4K, it's which is cool and nuts. Um, but Nintendo's just like, I'll just gonna, I can't, I can't compete with that shit. I'm just gonna make, I don't know, fun things. Here, here, uh-huh. kids, here's some cool shit. It's not the prettiest graphics, but it's also pretty. It's just not the most realistic. It, yeah, that like, the, to, doesn't to be work. Fair, like, Nintendo has has mastered the art of like making gorgeous looking games on shitty hardware. Like yep. their games look so good. So yeah, totally. Good. The new Zelda looks fucking awesome. It's like a Miyazaki yeah. film. It looks yeah. like so much. I'm gonna climb so many goddamn mountains in that. You're gonna thing. cut down so many trees and use them to cross rivers. You're gonna. It's gonna yeah. be great. I'm gonna do zero I parts had, of that story. I need to check it's that out. Be, I yeah, I don't no, know. Do that part because that. that looks great. I'm, it's. I might, it looks I might like do some of the parts one. of the story. Did you see? Like, it's this. I think it takes place in the the Zelda future because he's like. He's got laser arrows. Yeah, I saw weird things happening where he like and knocks like, over giant boulders onto a bunch of 
like orky things with his yeah, arrows. Yeah, he, he like shoots a, a, a an arrow and knocks down a boulder and it like rolls down and crushes some dude. It's great. It looks great. Yeah. I'm There's, excited. It's a super yeah. interactive environment. Like it, it, you catch horses and that's how you ride mm-hmm. them at first until you eventually like domesticate one or something. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, it's we don't know the details, really but it looks fucking cool. Rad. That sounds it rad. Looks rad. Yeah. Also, it looks rad. Also, so pretty. Uh, Red Dead Redemption sequel got announced. Yeah, I oh, saw that. Shit. I never played that game, but it nice. looked so great, and I only heard good things, and I wanted oh, to for it, years. It was really good until you got into Mexico, and it got really boring. Yeah, that's and like, exactly what I heard. <laughs> eventually, I'm told that you slog through that, and it gets really good again. But I never did that. I was like, mm. "No, nah, fuck this, man." Uh, yeah, I saw played a man. little bit of that, and it was pretty fun though. Like, I never, I never went very far with like the missions and stuff. I just run around on the horse and like shoot things. Yeah, like you know, lasso that people and leave them on train tracks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. That's fantastic. Yeah, I saw the oh, uh, commercial for that when I was watching the commercial for oh the new Kotor, the Knights of the Old Republic. Um, they put out another one which looks fucking cool, and I didn't realize they put one out like a year and a half ago, which Is was the exper- gorgeous because it, it's it's the um it's the MMO right. Like, I I don't I didn't see, I know there was an MMO. Um, this isn't I for think that one. Just been doing expansions on the MMO. I thought unless I misunderstood the trailer, but it was like a theatrical trailer. There was no like words. It was really kind of a storyline based thing. One came out like last year of these twins that were trained as um they weren't Jedi or Sith technically. They were just acolytes of some sort. But um. And then mysterious like third badass. faction. Yeah. Well, an acolyte, it's essentially like a non-religious person. Because Sith are full emotions, Jedi are Buddhists, if you will. Um, but yeah, so they're just fucking wreaking havoc. And in this one, it's like their sister or something. So it's, a year and a half later, they put out this other thing. And it's gorgeous, and it looks fucking cool. And it makes me want to play the Knights of the Old Republic series. Because I started it once and then didn't ever pick it back up because I'm a lazy bastard. Uh, same. I've done I that. started that once when, like, one of the first ones came out. I never actually played much of that game. Mm-hmm. And I've yeah, only heard good I, things. I hear it's like, I've heard I, good things, but man, it's hard to go back to those old RPGs now. I don't have any problem with it. I still fucking do that all the time. You can probably get it on whatever the fuck you've got to to play things on now. (laughs) Yeah, you can just fucking download it. You can get it on an iPad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could guaranteed do that. You could just get an emulator. I've been playing... No, actually, KOTOR is out for iPad. Oh, what? I didn't know that. Yeah, totally. That's nuts. I've got a bunch of old (laughs) games on an emulator I never touch on my computer. I've got, like, Golden Sun, a bunch of the old Pokemon. Because if you have 20 hours to kill, that's the thing. Oh, man. The yeah. new Pokemon comes out in two weeks. Holy shit, that looks cool. I love that I, they're still keeping this shit up, and it looks so badass. So I, I, I just downloaded the demo this morning. I haven't tried it yet. I will report mm-hmm. back. Yeah, do, um, please, because it's... But it, oh, okay. it does look real good. I think starting with, like, black and white, when they decided, oh, we have all these graphics we could actually be doing stuff with, and they completely changed sort of the flow and the story of that, and then they really, because they've always been really into the breeding system, like, secretly, there's been some insane stuff, like, like high-level mathematics to make the best Pokemon, if you will, Um, and I've got a bunch of friends that are really nerdily into that stuff, like, catching the specifics and doing the things. It's insane how hard they've made that in some ways like you could play through it and make it easy or you could make it incredibly hard by trying it to sounds get... like they've been they've been trying mm. to make it easier in recent games so people can get more into the actual competitive part of it okay 
Guys, hold on. We have to stop. We have to stop whoa, before whoa, we go yeah, further. Oh, hey. <laughs> Rewind. Where are we, by the way? <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the sounding board. This is the sounding board. I'm Josh, the voice of the sounding board, Schmidtline. With me, as always, is Kevin, the hair of the sounding board, Taylor, and That's what they call Ted. Him. Yep. That's what they yep. call him. And Ted, the... Oh, we really have to have something. You've got to work on this. It's all right. I mean, I don't uh, mind not having a nickname. I, I, I'm just waiting like... for Camden's hair to be long enough to cover up his nipples so he can just do, like, sexy lady snap. Ted's the, Ted's the hot rockin' bod of the sounding board. Ted, the hot rockin' bod of the sounding board, Hooker. <laughs> we are God. here this week to talk about not the human experiment, but the human equation. We tricked you. Yeah. We A-Y-R-E-O-N. I, I totally put a, a like postscript onto that uh, oh, you episode. Did good. <laughs> yep, yep, explaining what it was supposed to be. Oh man, guys, video games are here. So is music, though, and music is actually what we're supposed to talk about. So, I mean, I listened to some music. Oh, did you? I didn't do much. I worked a lot. Uh, I've been I've been learning how to to code in Java, and I'm super bad at it. But one of my coworkers has been like, <laughs> super helpful and has been sitting down and working through shit with me. It's been great. Um, oh, that's nice. But one of my other coworkers who went to my school actually uh, years before I did graduated before I ever got there turned me on to this band who I've just started dabbling in called Botch. Botch. Botch is a they're a, a like a metalcore band sort of. They're they're from Tacoma originally. Um, and they were 1993 was was when they were formed, and not a lot of people talk about botch anymore. Um, yeah, I had never I heard think of they, them. I think they get more respect now. Like people look back on botch much more fondly than they they felt about botch at the time because they weren't they weren't really part of the the hardcore scene. In fact, like they they made fun of the hardcore scene a lot. But this is a band that went from you know being that band to having their members like in a shit ton of bands that people do know about especially people in this region like people from uh from botch went on to be in minus the bear they went on to be in russian circles uh mouth of the architect narrows and a band called these arms are snakes which is perhaps my favorite band name i've heard uh this month yeah, those are some so sweet was, bands. Yeah, so I listened to an album called We Are the Romans, and uh, it's not something I would normally go towards. I think I was kind of drawn to it, partially because it was recommended to me, but also because I had been listening to uh, to some some prog metal, uh, and mm-hmm. and I wanted to kind of branch out of that a little bit. You wanted to go a um, little heavier. Yeah, and it's cool shit, man. It's it's real cool shit. It's a uh, it's probably their most known album, and if you want to like hear where a lot of the uh, of the sound from from groups like uh, like Russian Circles came from, they might be worth checking out. Beyond that, though, I didn't get up to too much. Camden told me he bought me a ticket to go see Car Seat Headrests. I did, yeah. I'm real Ooh. stoked about that. Yeah, they're uh, playing. The day after Friendsgiving, so we have something are. sweet to do Saturday night. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, I sure. am too. Um, and my my girlfriend may or may not join us. I'm not sure. Is Sierra gonna come along? Or yeah, yeah, awesome. Come. 
That'll be super fun. Um, so I'm really stoked for that. But mostly, I've just been working my ass off, man. Like, there's been a shit ton of stuff going on at work, and it's been keeping me extremely busy. Ooh. Um, Camden, I heard, though, you heard that your what? job has been taking you places. You've been going places. For I've work. been going places. You know, all those all those people that said I wasn't ever going to go anywhere, I'm showing well, I was one of them. <laughs> I said that. <laughs> yeah, you constantly said that. You're always like, that Camden guy, he's never going anywhere. He's going to be yeah. stuck in Alaska forever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've done some cool stuff for my job over the past uh, couple weeks, at least since the last episode. Um, we have a job with the Coast Guard where uh, we're working on a couple of their like remote radio towers around southeast Alaska. They've got some issues with the... Uh, they have like some generators and fuel cells up there that are having some issues, so we're kind of got signed on to work on those and fix them, get them all up into operating condition. And it's sweet because they're all on like tops of mountains in remote areas in southeast Alaska, so we get to fly helicopters out to them. Uh, <laughs> That's so pretty badass. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we did our we did our first trip uh, to one that's like on the north like the northeast side of Baranoff Island, the island that Sitka's on, um, like two weeks ago. Yeah, and it was fucking sweet. Like, I've never been in a helicopter before, and it was really cool. Uh, and it was like a perfect day when we went. It was like completely clear, so we could see, uh, you know, have had like good visibility. Ah, visibility, you could see everything. It was really awesome. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then when we were up there, we were just like, they're like just these little uh, enclosures, you know, that have all the, the hardware and stuff. So it's pretty tight space, but we like um, had the door open there and you can just see like this super majestic view outside of the door. And it's like, it's a sweet area to work in. Um, yeah, that's definitely but, not terrible. <laughs> yeah, but so there are like, that's one of the sites and there are two more. So I'll get to do quite a few helicopter trips, I think, in a the next few weeks um but yeah that's rad and then uh we also went it was also like part of that job we had to get some training from the company that makes the fuel cells and that company is based in a like small town outside of boston so we went there last week to do the training uh spent a couple days just kind of like on the outskirts which wasn't very exciting but then uh like the last day and a half got to hang out in boston which was really cool um I really liked it. I want to go back there with like some actual time to do do some more stuff. Yeah, I've, I've never been that far north. I've always heard really wonderful things about Massachusetts. So and yeah, you're, no, you're it's there cool. at the right like, time. Boston, like Boston is such a pretty city. You know, like all mm-hmm. the uh, like all the old buildings and like all the you know really intricate architecture with like all the you know so many buildings have like pillars and like big like uh, stone awnings and stuff, and everything's like made out of brick. Like all the Mm-hmm. sidewalks and roads are like brick and stuff um yeah it's it's like a very it seems like a european city just because like the age of everything you know yeah it's like growing Boston's up in like alaska almost, kind of it's like almost that. it's like almost 400 years old that city mm-hmm. um yeah but it was pretty cool uh yeah but i definitely want to go back there someday um because we didn't really do too much we like 
uh, one of the guys I work with, Vince, he bought us tickets to go to a basketball game there. So we went to a Celtics game, <laughs> which was actually pretty oh, fun. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, we saw Celtics versus the Bulls. And like, I don't watch sports or follow sports, but it was like, it was fun to go. Like, And it was good mm-hmm. because the boss, uh, Celtics won. So it was like, everyone was super amped. Oh, a big, big yeah. exciting thing for them. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I... Yeah, I mostly just like wandered around, went to, uh, you know, like you see all the various sites, like old buildings. Like our hotel was right across from the building that the uh, Boston Massacre happened. Oh, whoa! Which was kind of crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. Uh, yeah, yeah, we were like right downtown with, uh, like near all the um, old, old Big stuff. historic sites. Yeah, but it's sweet. I would. Yeah, I'm like trying to think of a plan to go back there with some actual time to to you know do some more fucking cause... tool around yeah yeah i've always i've never spent time in the uh, northeast with just like a group of friends i've always done it with family and yeah it's a very different thing when you're yeah, right. it's a I way would... different experience yeah yeah I so i want to i want to get out there at some point and, and, do and something. like i'm thinking about trying to do some kind of road trippy thing maybe uh in february so we'll see oh yeah 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 I'm totally less sold on road trips, though, because I like traveling with people, um, but the easiest way to hate the people you are traveling with is to put them in a small box and have stress of traffic around them and all that. That's almost never works out. I've had, you know, it's fine. You'll have great experiences, but road tripping is definitely way more likely to cause unpleasant spats. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I can see that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, but yeah, I, I'm jealous. That sounds awesome. I'm so yeah, excited for you. Yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to. Um, so yeah, there's been some good travel going on for work. I was supposed to go, or I was originally supposed to go to Atlanta this next week for a, like con- another like automation convention thing, but uh, I don't think I don't think we're gonna go to it because the stuff with the Coast Guard job is getting more busy now. So we kind of want to be in in the area for that. Yeah. That that's a big job working for the coast guard like that. That's, that's exciting. Yeah. No, that's it's, a nice it's, contract to have. it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's you yep, have yep. consistently had the cooler job out of everyone. And I'm jealous of you because you do all the things I want to do with my job. Mine is electrical. I don't, know, my yeah, job it's, uh, I don't care about that. I'm all about yeah. the traveling though. And he's doing the cool parts tra- traveling. And I'm yeah. I, I really lucked out for sure. I mean, yeah, I can't, really imagine a better starting job like it's pretty sweet gotta say fucker (laughs) 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 i hey man it took me a while to find a job that i liked but that's true yeah worth it when you get there makes sense tell me tell me about uh, some music uh oh okay uh did did i talk (laughs) about uh yeah you're putting me on the spot, man. I didn't. I didn't expect that to be asked of me. That was super fast. <laughs> yeah. <Whoa. laughs> yeah. Just hey, boom. Oh, switching it up. Quick um, turnaround. There. Did did uh, we did last last time? Did we talk about the new Run the Jewels song? No, oh. you told me about it after. You didn't did. tell me about it. Yeah, the oh, adult swim series I is I, out. I, I didn't even I told fucking realize about it. Well, you should all listen to it. Maybe we'll just talk about it next time then. That sounds like a good choice. Um, but that that came up. That came out like a week or two ago. It's called Talk to Me. First single from RTJ3. Check <laughs> okay. it out. Very good. Yeah, all as, right. as you would expect. Right. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> it, 
in addition to that, I listened to... Let's see what I want to start with. Uh, oh, I wanted to... <laughs> we talked about it last week, but I've been listening to the Nicholas Jar album a lot still. And uh, I wanted to point out, I wanted to point out because we didn't point it out last week that like the funniest thing about that album to me and like the most unexpected thing was that the last track is basically like a '50s doo wop song done by. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I just realized we didn't talk about that because that was like the weirdest part because it sounds really good and it's like a good closer. Uh huh. It's uh like really. Yeah, but I was, I remember the first time I heard that, I was just like, what the fuck? Um, I mean, it's not like that weird or out there, but it was just unexpected from him. It doesn't really match the rest of the album. (laughs) Yeah, that was strange. Um, I forgot about that completely. That's so funny. Yeah, so I just wanted to point that out. Weird quirk (laughs) about that album, Sirens. Uh, I listened to the new Jenny Haval album. That came oh, out that's right. I think, like a month ago. Mm. That is called Blood Bitch. Uh, Blood Bitch. <laughs> it's it's pretty interesting. It's very like, uh, it's very like sound collagey at parts. Like there's all sorts of sorts of like snipped together clips of people talking about various things, and it gets like, it's very like postmodern. Like there's parts where it's like clips of her talking with friends about the influences and themes of the album and there's like just clips from old movies and stuff and yeah it's it's got like apparently a lot of influence from like horror movie soundtracks so you have a lot of like dark uh dark heavy synths and stuff um as as a lot of the musical backing that's not a huge surprise coming from her no no (laughs) um but it's it's interesting like it's it's a pretty experimental album which is expected for her but they're also like a handful of uh, more like straightforward songs where she's like leaning in a more poppy direction than usual. Um, yeah, definitely interesting album from her. I don't know if I'm like in love with it as much as uh... so I, I basically like listen to what everything she does now because of the album Meshes of Voice that came out in 2014. Which yeah. Was a collaboration between her and uh, another singer named Susanna, which was amazing. Um, and mm. I, I think I'm gonna have to pick that for like album of the week sometime because that album like I would love away. that. Okay. Uh, and that it hasn't a great album. Yeah, and it, nothing else I've heard from her has done exactly the same. But she's she's pretty interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. I also listened to what else did I listen to? Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've listened to a lot of uh, the band that we're gonna be talking about next week. But I guess I'll save that for for the end mm. um i listened to a album called live from the dentist office by a hip-hop group called injury reserve they're from phoenix i believe it was at least somewhere in arizona i might be wrong about phoenix but it's it's really cool it's like i think three different rappers and they have uh really cool production like it's kind of retro you got like a lot of like soul influence samples and uh yeah, the the beats on this album are fucking awesome, and like the the verses themselves are like not you know mind blowing, but they're all you know they all have like distinct vocals and styles, and they all like stand apart from each other. So yeah, it seems like nice. a good group. I think it's I think it's like their first album. I think they've had a couple other mixtapes and stuff like that, but I definitely re- recommend checking that out. I think that came out last year. It's not a 
super new album. That's live from the dentist's office from Injury Reserve. Uh, I listened to an album that I had not listened to in a long time called uh, Flags of the Sacred Harp. It's by Jackie O, motherfucker, <laughs> who are like who are like a an ex, like avant garde folk collective from the early 2000s when you know like the weird folk bands were like the whole big thing uh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah so it's a pretty it's a pretty cool album they uh they do a lot of sort of like quiet gentle folksy sounding stuff and then sort of they go on into more like weird experimental jamming and this this album's it's got a lot of that but it's one of the more accessible things from their discography that I that I've heard um, and this was this was one I was thinking about picking for next week, but I didn't. So I came back and uh, listened to it some more, and it's really cool. Uh, that yeah, that era had just a lot of interesting music coming from you know uh, musicians of that that persuasion. And that's not something you see as much anymore. But yeah, Jackie O, motherfucker, definitely an interesting band to check out. Some of their albums are like way off the deep end. <laughs> only for fans of like really experimental music. Um, I listened to a album. I I don't remember how I came across this. Uh, there's a band called Prince Rama. I listened to an album from them called Top Ten Hits of the End of the World. Uh, and I wasn't in love with it, but I I thought it was interesting due to like uh, the idea behind the album. The whole I- idea was they did like. Um, 10 songs in the styles of bands they made up as like <laughs> yeah so <laughs> so it, like all the songs That's are like idea. the song name in, in the st- like ch- and they say channeling this band name and it's <laughs> if yeah if you look into it like they seem kind of kind of weird like they have all these weird like art concepts about their music um but it's it came out on a panda bears label so i Mm. think it i think i just just, like came up on it came up on shuffle somehow and it's a it's it's pretty cool like it's a it's sort of like dancey indie pop with like an artsy edge and um they they do like a decent job of doing like different styles for each group but it's not i wouldn't say it's like a full-on accomplishment because i don't think they're like incredibly distinctive uh across the board but you know some of it's good it's definitely it's definitely interesting it's a cool concept for an album it's a super weird but fun concept i like that yeah and uh yeah i think that's all i want to talk about i listen to a bunch of other stuff um that i have already talked about on here so I'll, I'll skip it but yeah that's pretty much the uh the new stuff nice yeah that's a good list that was nice and long i only oh, managed yeah. to listen to two <laughs> things so really on there yeah i mean i listened to other things but two new things newer i guess i listened to some jay dilla i think they had another like compilation album come out by him called jd aka jay dilla um very creative name but so i was checking out jay dilla a little bit um because i haven't spent enough time with him i've been meaning for years to like actually sink my teeth into his discography he's a lot like new jabes um you know that sort of uh atmospheric sample 
really pleasant feeling music. His is heavier in the hip hop um, side of things. Um, so yeah, I really like Jit Dilla. I, I definitely am mostly saying this as a I need to listen to him more. Um, yeah. And I recommend him to everybody. Um, yeah, Jay Dill is and, sweet. If yeah, anyone if hasn't I, heard, if, I'm correct if anyone hasn't heard oh, donuts, everyone needs to listen to donuts. It's like a, it's like a <laughs> I, classic. One of the ones it's like I a classic. Much of. It's like a classic of instrumental hip hop. You have to hear it. It's great. Uh, I'll have to check that out. That's where yeah. I'll start because I've heard small pieces of it, but never actually the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, apparently he was born and died the same year as New Jabes, I think, if I saw that correctly. Really? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just made that up on the spot, but, you know, that would be weird. Um, huh. But then I also spent some time listening to Screamin' Jay Hawkins, who's a big uh, singer um, that started, or performer, I guess, more than just singer, in the late 40s and then ran through pretty much till his death in the early 2000s. Um, which is a long ass career. That's like, I, if I if I remember correctly, it was like fifty four years. Um, but he's most notably a very theatrical person who has this big fucking bold theatrical operatic voice. Um, his most famous uh, sort of cover was "I Put a Spell on You." So if you ever yeah. hear one where the person just screaming mm. and making some fucking cool sounds, that's Screaming Jay Hawkins. He was really popular okay. in the um, mid to late 40s and then kind of continued his popularity for a while. But he always had, like, really weird props. Um, he did a thing where he'd often dress up as a witch doctor and just kind of act uh, very strange where you're watching it. And as a white male, I'm looking and like, is this racist? Am I racist for thinking this is racist? This is really weird. I don't know how I feel about this. But it was essentially Aww. like a an early form of um, like horror rock or whatever that term would be. So it's just yeah. him going nuts, but just being crazy and making people uncomfortable. I loved it. It was awesome. <laughs> um, and I've, I've known him for years, but I'm just kind of starting to... Wait, so what album did you listen to? Uh, let's see, which one did I listen to? It was an earlier one for him, so it was a pretty calm feeling um let's see let's see it was the night and day of screaming jay hawkins um so it's like a super early one so that's less screaming still like he's just got a very full voice super strong comes across everything else that's going on highly recommend him he's fun he's really fun to listen to um and then i listened to a little godspeed you Black Emperor, because of uh, our time last episode, listening to some uh, black metal, post-rocky stuff. It was some of their earlier work. Um, the album name that is never... Uh, Winter <coughs> Skinny Fist Like Antennas to the Heaven. Um, God, I fucking love that album name. So A-Sharp so Infinity? Oh, Lifter uh, Skinny Fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. That's a great album. <laughs> huh? Yeah, it's super great. Um, so, other than that, I just fucking didn't listen to much music. I listened to... Okay, so actually, yeah, I listened to three things. Look at me. I'm so important. Ooh. I we went. I went on a date with my lady friend um, because there was a, uh, a small theater company here was doing uh, Repo Men, the genetic opera. Um, and I haven't seen any theater since I got here. And I was like, okay, this I've is the time. Yeah, uh, it's bad. <laughs> it's, it's not good. 
Um, we got there, and I, I knew they were small. They were a very small theater company. There was very minimal anything really going on, which you can work with sometimes, but um, most of the actors weren't exceptional. They were fine vocalists. They did good. They were all really excited to be there and, you know, enjoying it. And the production was kind of fun because they had a splash zone in the audience area because it was like a small black box theater, just like a small room, really, um, with something like 20 seats and 10 or 11 of them were on uh, one side covered in uh, black garbage bags and it was labeled Splash Zone. So uh, the general premise of Repo Man the Genetic Opera is that um, in the near future, it's kind of post-apocalyptic, uh, not apocalyptic, but like that sort of grungy, urban like escape from new york style post-apocalyptic um but so there's a mass of disease and everything raging through the first world countries this is in the u.s um and this big company gene co comes out with a cure for everything and then it becomes really popular to get surgeries and everything by gene co and it's just like this weird surgery obsessed um culture and you can take out loans for organs and whatnot um and then once gene code becomes really popular they're able to pass a proposition like prop 61 or something and they can repossess organs if you don't pay the loan back quickly enough so you've got a repo man is someone who goes around and repossesses organs and just tears into people to get their their guts and their pieces um to give back to gene co and it's a really dark um story it's this repo man and his daughter who is has this blood disease that she got from her mom who died um and the repo man is doesn't like his daughter doesn't know what he does with his time she thinks he's just like a kind surgeon man and he tries to keep her in at night all the time or in at home all the time and it's not very good um there was a movie made in 2008 Anthony Stewart Head yeah. is in it, who plays That's Giles and Buffy. It. Sarah Brightman was in it, who's a phenomenal um, musical vocalist known throughout the musical world. She was married to Andrew Lloyd Webber for a while. The role of Christine Daae in Phantom of the Opera was literally written for her, because um, Sarah Brightman's a killer vocalist. But the music isn't very good, the story isn't very good. and So we went to see the musical here in Monterey, and we're kind of underwhelmed. At all the parts where the Repo Man repossesses organs, though, uh, he's slashing, and they've got these really big, fun props where there's just fake blood squirting all over the audience in the splash zone. That was really fun. Um, and then the rest of it was kind of boring. They they didn't have a lighting person design at all, so they basically had only front lights on every scene, um, and they had a limited number of lights, so anytime someone was singing, and it's more of an opera than a musical, there's a very little book, um, just singing, uh, so they couldn't, the, the actors couldn't actually move very much, so they'd start their song and just stand in one place with their awkward hand positions, because each of them all had, like, one weird thing they do with their hands. The one, the big bad guy just keeps his hands behind his back and just frowns a lot and sings about gold making the world go round, or whatever, it's... It was bad. I loved it. It was, it was a bit hard to watch at points, um, but it was fun and it's great, you know, because it's a small 
community theater who's just clearly doing this because they love it because there's no way they're getting by because that shit's too expensive to produce to actually make any money off of. Um, and then so we thought it was so kind of rough and that the vocalists were all kind of rough. We were curious, like, I wonder how the actual movie is. Cause so I think you went was... and watched the movie. Yeah, so we rented the movie from Amazon um, and watched it. And it was barely any better. It was super Aww. funny. Yeah. So we were sitting there, and I've had all of these damn songs stuck in my head this whole, the past two weeks, really. Um, and none of the songs are written. I mean, they're all, it's like, it's like a half musical. Like, you know, there's, in musicals, there's certain songs that are, like, the singles. The ones that, yeah, these are kick-ass songs. And the rest are kind of like fillers, la, 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 la. Yeah. Um, most, it, it's as if you wrote a musical with only fillers. Oh, um, no. Yeah, it's really funny. And some Aww. of them, and there's some really good ideas in there. Um, like, there's the narrator character who robs graves and he gets drugs out of dead people's noses or something. Um... And when he's introduced, he's creeping around the graveyard, and he runs into the little girl, Shiloh, um, and he's like, I'm a grave robber, I get drugs out of dead bodies, and then he kind of slows his song down, and then there's all these um, policemen looking around, because robbing graves is illegal, and you can shoot them on sight, and he's like, I rob graves, and then he pauses, and he goes, graves, really loudly, and all the policemen are like, oh, there he is. I found him, and then he's like, ooh, and runs away. And then he does it fucking again, and it's so dumb. It was so dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's not that interesting. It's like a, a lame remake of a, of the Crow character. It's, it's pretty bad. I would highly oh, recommend wow. watching it. Because the fun parts are fun, but mostly you're just going to get these really bad songs stuck in your head for weeks. It's bad. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah, that was fucking... It was so funny. I thoroughly enjoyed doing that <laughs> it was great i would highly highly recommend spending time watching either someone do a production of repo men the genetic opera or watching the movie repo men the genetic opera <laughs> it was good <laughs> great yeah yeah no yeah oh, mm, i thought about it once upon a time and did not watch it at that time and mm, i don't know the the Singing graves really loudly is kind of appealing, I guess. It's pretty funny. Watch it in a group of people. I think that's the way to do it. And it's it's one of those oh, cult-loved films. People fucking love it. People love doing it, I guess. Um, but it's not actually good. It's like uh, Rocky Horror, but Or less. The Room. Or The Room. Yeah, it's one of those things people fucking love getting together to watch and dress up as and do things for but you actually sit down and you're like ooh this is this is kind of hard not. to watch Maybe actually <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's great that, go watch it mm, i i might i might <laughs> i actually i'm i'm planning to go watch uh, doctor strange tomorrow hopefully oh so. yeah i saw that came I out good, that's on I my list good things Man, so anything far. with tilda swinton Anything with Tilda Swinton, I will watch. And it's got Chiwetel Ejiofor. It's got fucking Benedict Cumberbitch. It's great. There's a lot going on. Yeah. There. Yeah. No. It seems interesting. You know what else seems interesting? Uh, dolphins. Our no, album no, of the week. Oh, shit. I thought I was. Oh, gonna there was be an close album this week time. again. Man. There was an album this week. We picked another one. Another album. I don't know how we keep coming up with them. This yeah. Week, I, I mentioned out. this. Uh, I say I, when we started this show, I was like, there surely are not, not enough. 70 not albums, albums in the world. <laughs> and, 
fun. Here we are. At the top of the show, I mentioned I mentioned that we would be listening or speaking. We already listened to the Human Equation by Arian A Y R E O N Arian Arian. I don't know how it's said. So, um, let's dive in. Arian, I'm going to say it like that, is <laughs> a. It's sort of a a multi-part progressive rock metal sci-fi opera is kind of the best way to describe it. It was put together by this guy named Arjun Anthony Lucassen. He was uh he he was born in 1960 and started his career in 1980 um as part of a Dutch band called Bodine under the pseudonym Iron Anthony, which is pretty badass. Uh and then in 84, he joined a band called Vengeance. And he was with them for eight years and then eventually left the band saying that he wanted to go into, in a more progressive direction. So he released a, a solo album, which bombed. And then for five years, kind of nothing. And in 95, he put out an album that was uncredited to any artist. It didn't have anyone associated with it, didn't have his name on it, called Arian The Final Experiment. And... He on that album he sang, wrote every song, and played most of the instruments, and that was like the seed of what went on to be the album that we're talking about today. Now this dude is like, this dude seems kind of crazy to me. I don't know, like he seems super odd. Um, but he has now, twenty years later, well, almost thirty, no, thirty years later now. Shit, we're thirty years after. No, we super aren't. We're 20 years after the release <laughs> yeah, of this I album. Know we're not. <laughs> it's like, I am math. not in my 30s. I was to... <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I was supposed wait to be good minute. at math. Wait, where did that ticket go? I was supposed to be good at math. I was good at math once. Um, so, he's put out a shit ton of albums under that name and then has gone on to do a whole bunch of other projects. Um, and, like, if you look at this guy's, like, album numbers, they're kind of crazy. He has, like, 23 studio albums two live albums, four EPs, and 17 singles. And then if you count all the, the albums that he's guested on, he's appeared on something like 50 studio albums. So he's like <coughs> all over the place. And this, he's, this, this project is actually kind of well-known. Like, it, it does okay on charts, especially uh, in the Netherlands. It does extremely well. Yeah, it did um, so well there. Yeah, like, it does extremely well on the Netherlands charts. Uh, and it's super weird. Like, Arian is this, this, like I said, this multi-part sci-fi project that is, like, about post-humanity and the future of humanity and where humans came from and, like, emotions and how we sacrifice emotions on the altar of technology as we become more reliant on it. And right in the middle of this project that is like about t- like is time travel he puts out this album um the human equation which is not any of that it's this 20 song album double album whatever you, whatever it actually is it's an hour and 40 minutes it's very that long. is is very long it's very that long is, <laughs> that is like about this guy going into a coma and like confronting his own past and his emotions and like the mystery of what sent him into this coma to begin with and like coming out a new person oh boy yeah (laughs) it's a it's 
it's very high concept like it's <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous and it, it's super funny too because if you look up reviews of this album they are super split like i'm on encyclopedia metallum and like the first two reviews are 57 percent and a hundred percent then 89 percent and then like a little further down nine percent and like these reviews are hilarious like controversial the, yeah. the, the thing about this album is like it's super vocally driven like there are yeah, 11 a... singers on it and... isn't isn't that kind of like his thing with all his albums so i was reading it's like always a big cast of vocalists playing all the characters yeah 100 mm-hmm. yeah. he's got a shit ton of vocalists on all of these albums playing all the different characters and like i love this review this this 57 percent review is like the music's not complicated enough the riffs are no good it's the ballads not prog enough <laughs> yeah. it's not metal it's just a rock opera and then uh here here's this line as much as I've bashed the composition of the song, the human's equation, the human equation's conceptual and <laughs> plot-based elements redeem it somewhat, saving it from being a heap of steaming horse shit. <laughs> oh, so, I'm glad it was like, saved from that. Yeah, I'm glad we saved it from that at least. Um, but yeah, so it's basically his thing is um, is really big, really story-driven albums. Like a diverse cast of characters sang by different people. There is a Wikipedia or article that is list of guest musicians in Arian. And just in vocalists. <laughs> there are a shit ton. It is unbelievable. Um, uh... On this album specifically, there is James Labrie. Yes, there is. I there noticed sure that is. almost immediately when he came up. I was like, I was like, oh Christ! <laughs> James Labrie is best known for being the vocalist for Dream Theater, and like, depending on your opinion of Dream Theater, like either an incredible vocalist or the only unredeemable part about Dream Theater. Yeah. Uh, there's Mikhail Akerfeld, who's from Opeth. Yeah, I like him. Eric Clayton from a band called Savior Machine. Uh, a woman named Heather Finley from Mostly Autumn, which I'm not familiar with. Um, Irene Jansen, Magnus uh, Ekwall. Uh, a woman named um, Marcella Bovio, who was actually cast in like an internet-based... like. Hey, who's the, who's the best female vocalist who wants to work with me? And like, she got she got hired for the gig, and then they went on to do another side project together. Like, he's got a billion side projects. Um, yeah, so there there are there are eleven guest vocalists. James Labrie is the main character. Arjun plays. Yeah, Arjun plays best friend. I'm gonna go ahead and say. James Labrie, main character, strike one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, so yeah, like, that's kind of the setup. And, Ted, I asked you to give us a story summary here. All right. Okay, so... So, uh, obviously, this is a big concept album. You know, we follow some big ridiculous story normally his are very sci-fi based you could consider this sci-fi but it's more psychoanalytical um so the idea is 
this guy uh, wakes up in a coma. And I don't say that on accident. <laughs> he's in a coma, <laughs> but he's conscious um, for 20 days. Not, not conscious so, to the outside world. No, he? but he's conscious, uh, consciously inside of his own world. And he's kind of... So conscious he, enough he, to sing. Conscious enough to fucking <laughs> sing. <laughs> All the nurses want him to stop. Yeah. James the Breeze just Dude, like, I'm in Dream Theater. It's pretty great. Um, so he's in this coma for 20 days. Um, and each, you know, big concept album thing, each song name is titled by the day. Yes. Very exciting. Yep. Um, so he goes through each day thinking about his past. And he's kind of taken through his past to see uh, what got him there uh, directly and indirectly. Um, so... Throughout this period of 20 days, his best friend, played by the uh, the conceptualizer of Arian or Arian, um, and his girlfriend or wife, which one was it? His wife, wife. I think. His wife, okay, his wife, yeah. who's played by Marcella or Marcella, whichever pronunciation it is. Um, people need to have easier to pronounce names. Let's really start there, yeah, frankly. Yeah, um, this bullshit. <laughs> yeah, this is fucking stupid. So, me, Jason Labrie, uh, untitled main character, also known as um, Jack's Spleen or whatever, the reference to Fight Club. <laughs> that went well. Um, yeah, is fucking it. running around. Killed it. So good. Uh, is running around in his past I brain. I missed that part. What happened? Thinking, oh, you know, untitled name, main character in Fight Club? Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was okay. It went flat. Okay. It wasn't worth knowing. Um, but so he's running around in his past thinking about shit. Meeting really, you know, tightly conceived characters such as rage and passion and father and other things. Father. Um, <laughs> so he's thinking about his abusive past with his dad, calling him a loser, which, let's start there, loser is a weird song. <laughs> I just want to get that in the open right now. Um, but so he deals That's with that. Day 16. And then, we'll get there. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll get... Day 16 has Yeah, we're not even on day one toward. yet. Yeah, we're going to fucking... <laughs> So he's all running around. We'll just we'll hop through the story and then we'll come back to each one that we want to go to. But he's dealing with his past and all these deep seated emotions and how did I get here and what's happened? And so it turns out he crashed his car into a tree, essentially in the middle of the day, in the middle of the day, in a deserted road and a deserted road in a fit of anger and despair because he saw his wife in the arms of his best friend, in an intimate and passionate moment. And so he was angry and disparaged and crashed his car on accident, questionably. But but don't forget, he, mm-hmm. like, screwed over his best friend, and so yeah, he was already he feeling up guilty. Before. Yeah, so he yeah. was in a whole lot of emotion right then. There were emotions. There was emotions titled Rage passion and father uh and (laughs) that that deepest of emotions father (laughs) yeah father's big emotion here um so he eventually wakes up and they all come to terms and have a big nasty threesome because they're all into each other and that's it and then at the end of this story where we think it's not sci-fi it turns sci-fi and you hear computer bleep bloop noises that kind of sounds like a telephone (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, yeah. and the dream sequence. 
and then <laughs> I remember these yeah. emotions. In, in the human <laughs> equation program. <laughs> yep, yep, that's basically and then exactly what it sounds the like. The android nice, nice thing wakes up. It was yep. really so lame. It was so, so isn't, funny. Isn't that like a reference to some of his other albums or something? So it's yeah, super, it's it super goes back is. to. Like there is, mm-hmm. there, this is like all tied together. Um, and it actually gets resolved in the next album, which like concludes the story. Oh, oh shit, like, what happens? Do we know? Yeah, we totally do. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have to so, know. This is really important. Yeah, well, see, this is like chapter next to last. The uh, mm, okay. The last chapter is about this like far off planet where this weird race of aquatic beings becomes super dependent on. <laughs> they, they, they found the secret to living forever, so they're called the Forever. Oh uh, Jesus! Of course. <laughs> God. And and so they become so dependent on machines that they're losing their emotions. Um. So. I they remember see, emotions. So they emotions. see this this comment <laughs> this comment on a collision course to Earth, and they're like, "Oh shit, we can save it!" And so they take their DNA and throw it on the comet, and it crashes into Earth, and then their <laughs> DNA mixes with stuff on Earth, and that becomes humans. So they use humans to remember what emotions are like, but then they see humans going down the same path as they did, and have to make the decision as to whether or not to stop them. Oh Christ, man! I gotta listen to the the rest of this, the rest of these uh, albums. Holy There's so much shit. Uh, like, man, he right. goes he goes hard with the concept albums, huh? <laughs> he <definitely laughs> does. No, no, yeah. check it, check it. Like, I gotta get props for that. I, <laughs> so I like... almost I almost picked Into the Electric Castle for yeah. Our, that's uh... that's the one I remember you talking about the most. Yeah, yeah, I even remember you talking about that I, one. <laughs> mm, mm, I listened to some weird music back then. <laughs> no defense. Uh, it's uh, so okay. hard to make like a, a labeled concept album without coming across super pretentious. Mm-hmm. Like in this in this sort of style, it's hard for it to not just be ludicrous. My favorite, the, I mean, most of it is the lyrics for me. Some of these lyrics are so fucking silly and over the top but my favorite is one of the early ones when he first wakes up and he's like is this dream or is this real and then his best uh, friend or whoever's like sometimes it, dreams become reality and I it's just so <laughs> i think that was the emotion no, reason it was so fucking bad yeah there <laughs> were a lot of lines like that or it's just oh man that were, that were just hard yep yeah um, they were like bad enough tough. that I'd stop what I was doing and pause and just go, God damn it. <laughs> and then keep doing it. Oh, I love it. Oh, oh man. man. It was. And the worst, the odd, like it's really weird. I can't put my finger on it. As funny and ridiculous and bad as this album was, I didn't hate it. That's, like, the, I, that's the thing. Like, it oh, was yeah, a bad album. It was like, just cheesy. I can't as fuck. figure it out. It was yeah, so like, cheesy. It's like it was it like was... watching like a just like a corny movie or something. It's a like yeah, it's it's not actively a bad album. Like Mm-mm. the vocal, the vocals are not bad. The singers are all quite talented. Yeah, they're ex- I mean, um, they're they're really famous singers for a reason. They're all pretty talented. Like the the musicians are all quite good. Like it's it's not super complex. And I it's was all very approachable. I have to agree with that. Sorry, I was ahead. expecting something more complex. This being a <laughs> prog rock album. Yeah, I was there's not like, much this prog is, in this. This is a little this is a little basic 
for. Oh, I was really confused. The, didger- the didgeridoo of the uh, keyboards were prog the- enough. Yeah, well, no, the, the I key, was... like the keyboard sounds were very prog. Oh yeah, and... that was weird. that was like really the only prog thing for me though. I really there were a lot of there, there moments there where were not, like this is there were kinda... not a lot a lot of like really like I was expecting some like crazy technical like guitar and Fucking keyboard nasty know, guitar parts. riffs <laughs> and shit. Yeah, it was none of that. It, sure. it was it suffered. I think suffered. You know, being questionable from the exact same issue as our last big concept album. The Decemberists. It's the same thing. You know, it's kind of like, oh, it was fine. There was, it didn't go far enough in any proper direction. It was really like a big thing where you'd have these close to badass moments. (laughs) (laughs) It definitely went pretty far. I don't know what you're saying. (laughs) I mean, mean, in that, like, it wasn't prog enough. I thought it needed more badass metal parts. Oh, yeah, because I remember saying that that the Decemberist album needed more badass metal riffs. (laughs) Yeah, it it did, though. For the the Queen or whatever? Yeah, because it starts and then it never quite expands enough. For a that, I mean, people, this. A lot mm-hmm. of people will say that Electric Castle is like the album from Arian, so like okay. that might be one to go to go check out. But is like, that one have more you... technical? I think it is. It is a little more technical. It's also like it's also way more sci-fi slash fantasy because it's this weird group pulled from across time and space. So like an astronaut and like a Viking and like a knight and like a, a hippie oh, go God. into this weird electric castle and like die one by one. And, like they all. Oh, have I remember different, you telling me they about all this. Have their different death songs. <laughs> sounded so that's, ridiculous. That's awesome. Like <laughs> I, maybe that's the one that we should have picked, and or maybe we should just Fuck. do that one later. Yeah, no, let's do it next week. Do that one later. Yeah, next week. <laughs> Fuck it. So, so like, did you read like some of the reviews for uh for this? I didn't. Or, I was reading a little so bit. Oh, I'm trying to find this. I'm trying to find this review where uh, what was it? It was. Hold on. Um, d- discuss some some tracks for a minute while I track down this review because it was so fucking funny. Yeah, I I don't know. The first part where I was actually like paused and thought that I was enjoying it um, was pretty early on. I think it was in isolation. There was a couple, and it's you know again kind of lame, cheesy harmonies. Um, I saw someone reference it to sticks harmonies. It's exactly what, you, and it totally yeah. is. It reminded me so much of. Because I had been spent, I spent this whole album just like, what the fuck does this remind me of? I can't figure it out because I never listened to Dream Theater, so I don't really know that one. But yeah. as soon as someone said Sticks, I was like, yep, yeah, this is a Sticks yeah, metal album. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, here, here's the line that I wanted. Here's the line that I wanted. In his review of of zero one zero one one zero zero one, the All Music reviewer <laughs> said another stated, that is that's that is the 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 last album in the 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 first actually the first Aryan series because another one started like last year. Um, oh shit! <laughs> or like in 2012 or something. I don't know. So here it is. Music this over the top almost defies criticism. Reviewing it is like reviewing the world's tallest building. It doesn't care. It just goes on and on. <laughs> it's just fucking that's, tall. That's kind of how I feel about it. Like. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is not something I would listen to, but like I feel like that too. Like I can't really criticize it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like weird. It's, amb- it's ambitious. It's like 
Mm-hmm. Someone put a lot of time into this. And they're all like accomplished musicians and stuff. And it's just like totally, <laughs> totally out of my sphere of interest. Yeah, hundred uh, yeah, percent. Like... I'm so impressed by uh, by the lead guy, though. I mean, he does. He put so much time into this, like all mm-hmm. the writing he did, playing as many instruments as he did, even with all the guests he had. There was so much shit he put into this album, and I just don't really care. <laughs> And, but it's you know it's ambitious as Kevin said it's impressive but it's it's just a tall building that's <laughs> yeah. a really good analogy I really liked that yeah thank you for mm, searching but that was totally worth it yeah so I don't know this, this that's kind of this the thing, did like... ta- th- sorry go for it go ahead I was gonna no, say no, this did t- this did take me back to middle school when I was like <laughs> kind of interested in this like, kind of thing here's the thing that, I was like... getting dream I was getting dream theater flashbacks pretty hard. <laughs> Ted, you, you touched on this, and, and, like, it totally kind of resonates with me, like, alright, so, day two isolation starts, and the first line is, I can't move, I can't feel my body, that, and I'm like, fuck this, and then I keep listening, <laughs> yeah, that's... And, and I keep listening, I'm like, actually, no, this is kind of alright, alright, sure, yeah, no, it, I'll listen it to never, this. It never really became, like, unbearable, like, I had that, yeah. uh, I had that moment Exactly like at that song when fucking James Labrie starts singing, I was like, "God damn it, <laughs> yeah. is he yeah. gonna be all over this album?" And he was. <laughs> yeah. But then I was like, you know, it, yeah, it didn't like it wasn't like actively being like I wasn't it actively was, like fuck, like, I can't stop. Yeah, it was like <laughs> yeah. kind of enjoyable to listen to. Yeah, and, and, you know, I like, couldn't understand and, why. like a lot of the instrumentals, like some, like overall the instrumentals are pretty cheesy too. Yeah, but there are like some parts that were like, "Oh, that's pretty," or like, uh, you well, know, there's something. This is a nice, not complex, but interesting <laughs> thing that's happening. It, none of, none of it complex. offended me. It's not complex, <laughs> yeah. but like it's kind of schizophrenic because we yeah. go and then into like this really like really light, airy sound. Like it'll switch back and forth very quickly. Yeah, and when that's done right, it's so cool. And, and it was like, close. They tried. Like, <laughs> but, like, at the same time, it still kind of worked. Like, yeah, I wasn't like, fuck yeah, but I was like, this is cheesy. I don't know why I'm kind of enjoying this. Like, I know. Yeah. I was making bread this morning, listening to this, and I was like, god damn it. I'm trying <laughs> it again. Why? I don't understand. It was so weird. Yeah. Uh, it's so funny. It's so... I had it... I actually... I had it playing on my phone on through the speaker... Um, and it, when it had just started, when the lyrics were super cheesy, and Lita was making breakfast next to me, and she's like, can you put your headphones on? That's really lame. I can't really handle that. <laughs> and then I, I, I was like, yeah, no, you're right, and I'm sorry. And because I told her before, I was like, you know, because I, I, I had this whole same thing where I was telling her, like, I'm really torn, you know, because this is kind of a super lame album. But I'm enjoying it, and it's weird, and I'm really embarrassed about it. She's like, why would you be embarrassed? I was like, I don't know. And then I played it later, and she said that. So I, when like, I had oh, my headphones why. later, yeah, I was like, that's why you're embarrassed. Um, but I put my headphones on her when I was doing one of the cool things. And she's like, oh, I can see why this is good. Okay, you can take those back now. I'm done. It was really very funny. Super torn. And there was oh, just so many moments so where I was constantly floating between like, yeah, all right, yeah, this is nice. To like, oh, okay. Yeah, and like, but... uh, so, so I find like the first couple tracks, <laughs> the first couple tracks, Isolation and uh, Pain in particular, like, those kind of stick out for me. And then there's a bunch of downtime up until like, after track 10. Like an hour of downtime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a, 
Have we talked about how long this album is? Because <laughs> yeah, this is a very really long. long album. It's a really I was glad that album. it was. I wasn't like actively hating it because it. Yeah. Oh fuck. You know, because a lot of a lot of t- this wasn't as hard to get through as I thought it was going to be. When I first saw Length, I was like, Jesus Christ, this is going to be a yeah, rough one. Done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I put listen. I put this off for a while because I didn't <laughs> want to fucking sit through it. But it, I shouldn't yeah. have. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, like, let's talk about some specific tracks, then. We've already mentioned Day 2 Isolation, which, like, immediately starts off with, uh, with, with J- Labrie going, yeah, the, I can't move, I can't feel my body, I can't remember anything, what place is this, how did I get here, I don't understand what's, ha- what's happening, am I alone? <laughs> That's right, right? That's do we want to talk about, something like that. Talk, do we didn't talk about Loser already? We, let's go back <laughs> oh. to, let's get to Loser. Let's okay. yeah, let's wait on loser. <laughs> that's 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 my favorite one. I'm ready to talk about loser later. I want to hold off on that one. Yeah, that one was. I got a kick, kick out of that. Loser was was a uh, loser was standout. All right. So like, uh, what'd you guys think of day three? Which one's that? Let me look. Pain. Oh, yeah, which one's day three? Pain. Pain. How does pain go? It's the. I am pain. That one. <laughs> I am pain. I can't. I can't fucking sing. I like. I. I really. I really appreciate it when characters come out and just say who they are, just like a introduction. <laughs> it's so like, helpful. I am this character. Well, thank you, characters. So, so, These are my feelings. <laughs> so pain isn't actually one of the characters. It's agony. Yeah, it's agony. And he doesn't say I am agony. No, he doesn't. He says, I am pain. I am the wound that never but he, heals. But he, yeah, he does say he's the chain around your neck as you scream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, Thanks, Devin Graves. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm just reading through the uh, some of the lyrics now. Oh, are I, you? Yeah. I wish I, gonna, I wish I would have like, jump into this because there 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 were a bunch of times while I was listening where it's like one line would just make me laugh or something. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely plenty of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were so, there were some good fucking lines in this. I don't know. Ah, <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. God, there is. I had one in particular. I was positive I'd remember, oh, yeah. this, so I didn't this, write it down. This song also featured rage. And, well, oh yeah, rage was gets, in him. And, that's right. Yeah, and love. He gets he gets angry that that he's like succumbing to pain or whatever. Yeah, so got to get rage in there. But rage, I don't think, comes out and says, "I am rage." He should have. <laughs> yeah, it was really. No, confusing. he doesn't. He doesn't. He needs to. <laughs> well, he does say he does say the pain leaves the rage inside. So like he kind of implies it. Oh. Uh. And he also says at the end, all this time I've waited with rage. Okay. <laughs> Got it. All this time I was promised my salvation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Alright, we can fast forward a little bit. We don't we don't have to stick Can we pain. talk about really quick, didn't they do like a musical version of they this album? They sure did do a live <laughs> version of this album. What? Are you <laughs> <Yeah>. serious? <laughs> yep. It's called Oh my the, the God. Theater, the theater Equation. The Theater Equation. <laughs> <laughs> we should have like a viewing party of that. 
Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Oh man, I had that thought halfway through this. This would be such a great album just to sit with people and laugh at and enjoy because you don't hate it, but you're all like happy to make fun of it. This would be a great this would have been a great album to just listen to as a group before we recorded, and I'm so sad uh, we couldn't, because it would have been so much fun to tear and do. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, no, is there, there, wait, is, is there a video there is of the a, theater equation? There is. It's a DVD Blu-ray. Oh, oh yeah. The just, theater equation. It just came out this year. Yeah. Like, pretty recently. Oh my god. Yeah, we could fucking Gotta do it. check that shit out. <laughs> but, Definitely like, have to they check got that most of the original people back. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, like they got like a couple people got swapped out, but like James Labrie is back. Woo! <laughs> uh, the wife is back, passion is back, pride is back, love and agony and reason are all back. And then like uh, Lucasin doesn't play the best friend. Um, there's a new fear, a new there's a new father, and I don't know how I feel about that. Father. Father. <laughs> Father's a hard emotion to nail down. You there's know. also there's it also mom, doctor, and two nurses. Hmm. Ooh. Okay. Um, yeah, so we'll definitely we have totally to totally uh... do that, and I would be super down. That would be so fucking great. Um. So what what is the human equation? Did we ever figure that out? Emotion. Oh. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> emotion. emotion. <laughs> so like. I kind of don't like. Well, I'm I'm most offended by all the parts that are the best friend and the wife. What's like, that? The, yeah, those are the, the they're they're the, they're like they're the least over the top and the most cheesy. Like yeah, they they're the ones cheesy. that are explaining everything happening. Or like or or like. He he saw them and thought that they were having an intimate moment or whatever, and she's just like, no, 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 man, don't worry about it. I was cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They the were whole... working on their theatrical production of Baby It's Cold Outside. Yeah. Is what happened, obviously. So, all right. All right. I guess we got to get to it. Day 16. All right. Hold yeah, on. Let's, let's just let's all scroll down to day 16. <laughs> I yeah, I honestly one. didn't spend a lot of time like focusing on distinct parts for their like that that yeah, only a handful that really stuck out as like memorable ones. Um, loser. Day sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's the big one. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed so hard the first time I heard this. And it was just the whole, like, you'll end up like your mother. Where is she now? You'll end up like her soon. Six feet underground. Loser. Oh. <laughs> I suppose, loser. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so lucky. <laughs> oh, my God. I, God, I fucking lost it so hard the oh. first time I heard that. It was so funny. And and you've got, like, this, like, ripping fiddle, like, metal fiddle going. Yeah, it's yeah. super, like, uh, folky, like, folky metal experimental. But, like, super aggressive folk. Yeah, and it's it's cool, honestly. It's one of the most interesting musical things happening background-wise, but the fucking father emotion is not no, strong here. No, that's just here. straight up his dad showing no, up. No, I know, I'm just kidding. And, like, <laughs> and taunting him while he's in a fucking coma. He's like, loser! Just hanging out above him, sneering at him like a big bitch. 
Yeah, I just came to throw shade. <laughs> yeah, to be like, I came yeah. here to watch you bleed. Oh, how I love yeah. to gloat. If you had any balls at all, you'd grab me by the throat. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) who says oh how i love to gloat (laughs) people in an opera i am pride these are my emotions (laughs) it's like uh did you ever this whole the initial last episode this is what sorry well like it's it's super no no it's it's the end of um yeah what with the last episode of futurama originally when it ended when he Got the devil, the devil's hands are idle or whatever. Um, oh, and he can yeah. learn to play the holophone, and he writes his opera, and it's yeah. really big and fun. And all of them are just like, "I am angry," and the devil bursts. like, "You can't just have your characters on stage saying their emotions. That makes me mad." <laughs> it's just so funny, and I just this is so appropriately that. And I guess opera really does that in most degrees, but this is yeah, pretty extreme. It's like yeah, I'm it's... your dad. <laughs> well, I it was, feel it angry. was in English that helped. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So fucking funny. I I would not be as clear on the story if this was in Italian. That's very sure. true. Yeah, I can just <laughs> pretend. Yeah. When it's or stuff. even if it was in death metal growls. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, which what song was that? Where that fucking growl came out? Was that uh, this one? Isn't that like one of the. F- First, there was like halfway through track, yeah. Because like every once in a while, there's something where someone just goes like for like for like a couple seconds, and then uh, it, it. it happens in pain. It definitely happens yeah. in pain. Yeah, it does. It is okay. Because there's a really solid was... one that I was actually like surprised by how much I enjoyed. It doesn't happen very often with uh with death metal growling for the, me. I was hoping the Opeth guy would come in and do some like death metal growl verses because he's <laughs> no, got a pretty he's got a pretty, pretty cool. good death metal growl no full verses yeah yeah it should have had a single character be growly i mean <laughs> o- opeth have, have also opeth have also stopped making death metal and exclusively make prog rock now <laughs> that's <laughs> right well they realized no one could follow their their deep lyrics they had to step it up to prog rock yeah <laughs> yeah. Well, he was he was like fear, so he showed up in all the childhood ones where like they were talking about the bullies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about the bullies. That's right. Yeah. Don't forget about the bullies. Uh. Can't forget about those guys. He got bullied. Did you know that? <laughs> That's oh, yeah. I forgot I forgot to mention this. Like when I was saying that So, um when I was talking about about the actual dude, Lucassen, and like how he was kind of a weird dude, he uh in 2010, he cited he he said that he was going to stop making music for a while because he was getting depressed because uh, of his divorce and because he was developing anosmia. Anosmia? What's that? Luke, losing his sense of smell. Oh, that's right. That sucks. I like smelling things. Yeah, I'm a pretty big fan of it. I, the, of the senses, I think I would miss it the least. Uh, yeah. It's yeah, actually, that's, a good point. that's what uh, people say, but it, it's got such a huge impact on our lives. Most people don't realize, like, memory, most of that. Yeah, but so do the other sense. senses. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> all right, no, I mean, to be <laughs> fair, what if yeah. you lost your ability to touch? Like, oh, to feel here's touch. a more important question. If you lost your ability to touch, would that make you the best lover in the world? Because you're like, ooh, you're so attractive. But, I'm but, but it would now. be like it, it would be but like I a fucking genie come. curse. It would be like a fucking genie curse because you wouldn't be able to enjoy it. Yeah, I well, want to be the best lover in the world, you but just you don't can't ejaculate. enjoy it. 
Nah, man. You, you just can still enjoy it. enjoy it. You just don't ejaculate. You lost your ability to feel, different. Ted. It would suck. Yeah. I'm not sure. I've never been able to decide which sense I would prefer to lose. Because I like looking at stuff. Smell would be the, the one that I would I just... Like if I had to pick stuff. one, smell gone. If I, It'd like, probably if be between... Said... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not so... It might be touch, frankly. Though there's more than six senses. This is a ridiculous statement. It's like a strain. It's like when people in elementary school told you that all of your tastes were um, different sections on your tongue. That's just bullshit. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's not fucking true. And you've got like thirty different senses, thirty plus, just like I... small, really strange things. Really? Yeah, look it up. It's pretty fucking fast. I was so bitter okay. when I learned that. It's like when I learned oh. bears don't actually just fall asleep for three months. They're just kind of intermittently asleep for three months. Fucking lies. Oh, you mean they lied to you about about. I want, yeah, yeah, I want to restart on life. Yeah. yeah. So, so okay, guys, what I'm, I need a what I'm coma saying is to make me well, a better man. Yeah, you need a, an emotional uh, rebirth. Uh, what I'm saying mm. is like Arian's super weird, but like kind of weirdly good in a weird way. Just in general, like that's all their albums. Yeah. 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 I can genuinely say I liked this. Way more than I expected to. <laughs> yeah, same here. I thought I was. I thought this you was going to be a rough one. You guys pushed me into picking one. it, man. I know. Yeah, no, this was I wanted... way better than three eleven. Yeah, yeah, no, th- yeah. Like for for comparison, three eleven was very hard to get through every time, and it was <laughs> yeah. significantly this, like, shorter. This was long, but was not hard to get through. Yeah. Yeah. So, Minus the right. amount of time it took to listen to it, because that was a lot of goddamn time. Yep. Well, just wait till we do the Electric Castle, because <laughs> that one is similarly long. Yeah. I can't wait. It's going to yeah, be so seems great. Like, seems like he sort of deals in long albums exclusively. Yes. <laughs> kind of fitting. <laughs> kind of fitting for these types of bands. Oh, True. Well, of course. It, it does make yeah. sense. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, I'm... I I also enjoyed this more than I expected to, like, going back <laughs> to it. I was like, oh, God. And then I was like, wait, no, this is okay. I mean... This is weird. I, okay. I wasn't I wasn't super upset that I had to listen to it. I probably would never listen to this, on, like, <laughs> on my own, out of, like, <laughs> just choice. But, uh, yeah, yeah it, no. it wasn't like... I wasn't suffering yeah. <laughs> through listening to mm-hmm. it, you know? I cringed a little bit a lot of times, but... <laughs> but then you got to loser, and you were like, "Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck there yeah, it is, <laughs> yep. fuck yeah, fiddle and dad yelling at his son, fiddle and like didgeridoo <laughs> and dad yelling yeah. at his son." Yeah, that's what that's that, what music. Everything all about. I need in an album. Like that. Yeah, <laughs> and then they like everyone forgives each other at the end. Like he's like, "Hey man, I'm sorry. I know you weren't like sleeping with my best friend or whatever." Even though like. There's this weird thing where you say that I was never there and that like you needed you needed passion and like maybe you were I don't know but it's okay don't worry about it and his best friend's like yeah man it's cool I know Ain't you no ruined big. my career and doomed me but uh we're good then they they had their threesome obviously we good yeah that was implied. really great that was definitely implied that's totally there it's when fear goes ah <laughs> at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's him. Oh, that's what that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't okay, you, Can you feel that fire burn? What a great ending. Yeah. I, I don't I know like, about you, I, but I, I learned a lot pref- from this album. I always like it when concept albums end with everyone coming. 
That's fucking, that's the real concept there. Yeah. That's what matters. All all Getting roads down lead to, to ejaculation. <laughs> that's that's the human unless, equation. Unless you that's lose your sense of touch, and then yeah. you are no longer part of the human equation. Yeah, you're you're out. You're that guy that floats around in the background, and goes emotion. I remember. I remember. You are. Emotion. Wait, what is it? Forever Keepers. of the stars. Yep, that's that. That voice that the end is forever of the stars. Well, I was so, so what do you think, guys? Ridiculous. More area? Let's do it. Let's listen sure. to Electric Castle let's... next. Uh, let's. Hey, uh, uh, well, maybe not my, next. It's my pick next. So, <laughs> yeah. you, all right. Wait, wait, if, wait, wait. If you wait, want to choose now, that wait, for your next on. pick, that is totally within your right. <laughs> you could you could just keep picking <laughs> Aryan albums if you want. <laughs> just forever Aryan. Yeah. Uh, we have one thing left to do with this album. Before we move on, what do you give it? Oh, a Sufjan. I give a Sufjan. I enjoyed it a little bit. It's a solid Sufjan, though. There's a history for me, so I give it a tepid Ric Flair. A tepid Ric Flair. Like an. How can Ric Flair be tepid? A gross old man, Ric Flair. Ric Flair trying to be excited, but really he's just sad. Uh, No, he's just drunk. You can. You can tell I there's mean, not a lot of yeah flair in that Rick Flair. Yeah, yeah, he's more flour than flair. Just <laughs> Rick Flour. Yeah, that's Rick Flour. It's his name. French brother. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's his real name. Rick Flair is his wrestling name. Uh, okay, that's very interesting. Who knew? Yep. Uh, well, a lot of wrestlers. I'm well, sure. <laughs> apparently, Josh knew. Apparently, Josh. Yeah, Josh of, was the one that answered. Question and, answered. Perfect. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. I just want to. I just want to put this out there for you. At the end of the Electric Castle, the hippie goes, "What happened? Is this because I like abused too many drugs?" Yeah, that's totally why. It, yeah, for sure. It's all punishment for the hippie smoking too much, too much of the devil's lettuce. He's like, "Oh shit! I'm just on a lot of DMT right now. That yeah. makes more sense." Yep. Fuck. That's how the hippie story ends. Spoilers. Good he, for the story he survives. Know. Also, also, uh, isn't that a Luke spoiler for when we hippie. do the when we do the next? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, it is. It is. But but yeah, like, watch it on the spoilers. Of all the people that that Arjun could play, he plays the hippie. Mm. Really? Yep. God damn it! Uh. Yep, it's great. There's a song where there's like a rainbow bridge, and he talks about how it's like being on acid. God damn it! <laughs> wow. Yeah, I I kind of want to hear this one now. Maybe yeah, I guess, definitely. I guess, I guess no one's stopping me. On I could list. go listen to it. You could. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's totally. I'm definitely that down with just putting this on the list, though. Josh, yeah. whenever you make your actual playlist of things for us to listen to, this should be on it. Okay, well, it'd be so, hilarious whichever. if this was the first yeah. artist we covered two albums by. <laughs> it would be so great. <laughs> that might be what it ends up being. Ah, that would be so funny. I I kind of like I kind of find myself wanting to listen to the Electric Castle now. <laughs> <laughs> All these new emotions I had forgotten about. <laughs> oh man! All right, guys, uh, let's kill it. Yeah, let's take it home, eh? Um, yeah, let's go. A tribe called that? Quest just announced that their new album is out on November 11th. Oh, cool. Uh, and wow. that it would have a bunch of high-profile guests on it. It's going to be called We Got It From Here, Thank You For Your Service, and it'll have Andre 3000, Kendrick Lamar, 
Jack White, Elton John, and Busta Rhymes, among I others. I have never heard of any of those people. Not even Did once. Did you make those up? <laughs> yep. <laughs> those are just words. They sound <laughs> yeah. like a good fake musician names, though, don't they? Jack White? Yeah, for, I mean, yeah, for very, sure. John? I've met a couple pretty, Johns. Pretty convincing. Pretty convincing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... That's uh, that's coming up. I think I they meant. I think they meant to make like, a John Elton. News. Oh, Bob Bob Dylan <laughs> finally accepted his uh, his award. Oh, really? Oh, they they found him. His noble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They found him. Yeah, okay. He was down. he was on an island in Tahiti. Uh, oh, I I assumed he'd be in a bar in Tijuana, just hanging out. Well, yeah, no, that's true. that's where Tom <laughs> White hangs out. That's why I yeah, assumed. Somewhere. Yeah, they're bros. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I yeah. I'm kind of yeah. Anyways, did he make any like <laughs> statement when he accepted uh, it, or let me see? Did he like put it. out his cigarette in it, or did he just like did he just like or did he just like grumble incoherently? <laughs> uh, so <laughs> about a week not. ago, he said that he would accept it in person. Um, oh, and he said that he would bring he would, it to me. <laughs> he he would show up to actually accept it. He would go there, hmm. uh, okay, if he could, if his health permits. Um, but uh yeah the Swedish, at, at that point the swedish academy had given up on trying to contact him and he was just like no nah, man i'm gonna go no it's great <laughs> so it, actually what he said was uh learning he had won the nobel prize for literature was amazing incredible whoever dreams about something like that hmm. so he is actually apparently super 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 happy so he just that. like lost the email basically yeah like notice. no one told him about it or something <laughs> everyone yeah, felt too awkward like oh i'm not sure that yeah i'm not sure that bob dylan is checking his email that often to be honest his agent his agent <laughs> yeah, like forgot like... to tell him yeah that seems more like yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> That would be so fucking funny. Everyone's just too awkward about it to mention it to him. Guys, I found a I found a counterpoint to uh, the other Aryan album reviews. Here we go. As with all Aryan albums, truly appreciating the work includes comprehension of the story. Arjun carefully crafts an interesting, powerful story that is often poetic without becoming incomprehensible. Too often, lyricists dress their stories up in confusing metaphors, but not here. <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah, that's. I've always said that. That's my he, problem with like any written form. Anyway, too many. Yeah, it's like, just I, why don't why don't you just say the things that happened with no just further? Just say I what am you're gonna angry. say. Yeah. Shoot straight. What are you yeah. feeling that makes right me now? Mad. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the kind of writing I prefer. That's I that's really that. what I need. Bob Dylan does that. That's why he got the Nobel Prize. Yeah, that's why I hate, fucking hate Bob Dylan. <laughs> It's just like <laughs> nothing but metaphors and fighters and shit. Symbolism. Yeah, Camden, I'm out of I'm out of news, and I don't think you've got any. But what you do have, or what you should have? Oh yeah, for I me. have some fatty. You know I have it. I told you what the album was like a week and a half ago. Oh man! All right, what are the goods? All right, uh, next time. I don't know if it'll be next week because it seems like that varies now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, next time. <laughs> I'll say next. Next time, um, the election will be over, so I'll be thankful for that, and oh. we will be, or, or maybe I'll be terrified. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll be talking about 
uh, the drones album, Wait Long by the River and the Bodies of Your Enemies Will Float By. Which, God, it's such a good name. Yeah, I've talked about the drones on here. I listened to that there. drones album. Not that one, the other one. Uh, the new one? Kind of feeling free? Kind of Free? Yeah. 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 That was uh, good. All right. Yeah. So we'll check that one out. I think it's from 2005. Um, yeah, one of their earlier albums. One of their more like punk blues leaning records before. They, like, they were still pretty weird there. Um, but they have just gotten progressively stranger and more ambitious. But this is, I think, a really, really great place to start with this band. And, uh, yeah, awesome album. So we'll talk about that next week. Drones wait long by the river, and the bodies of your enemies will float by. Yeah, 10 out of 10 uh, in, album title, for sure. In the meantime, <laughs> if you've listened to Arian, you can find us and tell us about it on Facebook. Or on Twitter at Not Always Music, or via email at the Sounding Board Podcast at gmail dot com. You can reach uh, Camden directly at Killacam nine oh seven on Twitter. <laughs> That's right. God, it's... definitely, definitely reach him directly that way. Definitely do it. Like send him nudes. Please. It'll be great. You can reach Dick Ted picks. directly Please, by I'm going. Always, I always ask. I never get him. Dick for dicks. Yeah. By going to his house. Uh, down in California, I don't which know you know exactly where very in, well yeah. the neighborhood now. Yeah, you should know yeah, it. You, you take a left you and take a right show, and take a you left. Know, you basically know the left. layout of Monterey. <laughs> Perfectly. I mean, I guess you could also look at a map. Yeah, or whatever. That's what that's, weenies do. That's what Use nerds maps. do. Yeah, big nerds. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. So you can find us there. Um, find Ted there. Until next week, I think that's everything we've got. We uh, killed the play us out section, but I mean, we could. No, let's not bring it back. Let's no. not. Um, <laughs> you're ready. Definitely I not. Tell. Definitely, definitely not for this album. <laughs> I, was, I had not yeah. prepared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, guys. This has been super fun. I will catch you real soon to talk about the drones. Bye. Bye. Ending sounding board sequence. Zero zero one music. I remember. Sounding board program terminated. <laughs> <laughs>